Whether it's for work or play, we rely on home internet so much these days. Being connected and staying connected has never been more important. So if you want reliable internet bought you at speed, switch to Aussie Broadband. It only takes a few minutes to sign up and their 100% Australian-based support team are ready to help. Aussie Broadband, the actual Aussie way. Find out more at aussiebroadband.com.au. T's and C's apply. Wolfman. <laughs> we just finished up the record with the young guns, the draftees. Harry Sheasel. Harry Sheasel. Yeah, pick your three. boy. Pick North three. Melbourne. North Melbourne. Geez, uh, they're going to set the world alight this year. I'm really looking forward to North Melbourne G this year. I say that really, really seriously. I'm really looking forward to it. With this guy in the future, it's going to be mint. Uh, Ollie Hollands. Ollie Hollands. Carlton boy. First pick, for, first pick for Carlton. One of the most mature, well-spoken young men I've ever spoken to in my life. Very, very nice. Very like uh, he did. He doesn't need to be, but very respectful. Yeah, very good don't respect kid. me. I suck. Good kid. Don't need to speak to me so nicely. I'm an idiot. Beautiful um, kid. But I, I loved him. He was awesome. Uh, big fan of the show as well. Mm. Anyway, um, I had him on. Obviously, got a soft spot there. For His blues. words. His words, not mine. And then we had Elijah Sardis. Now, don't want to pick favourites. Pick five in the draft. But when I saw this guy before, I even knew him. I was like, that's my man. Then he went to Essendon. I was a bit flat with that because uh, obviously uh, Essendon is not my club, but I love them and love him and um, love to have him on the show because he was he was absolutely sick. I think he's going to be – all three of these guys are going to be absolute stars. But there was like a part of me, and I'll be honest here, where I was like, I'm a poor man's Sardis. Like if I could come back and play footy, I'd love to be like him. Mm. Is that okay? Yeah, that I think sense? that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. he looks, like, he looks like a good player. Not that I'm anything like him, but I love the way he goes about it. Yeah, um, big body mid, very big body exciting. Mid. Yeah, he's sort of like long limbed, um, and even with our players like Sheezel, obviously kicking two and three and four in practice matches. Ollie Holland's looking like he's going to debut round one as well on the wing for Carlton. Inside, outside, inside, outside. So much. Yeah. Anyway, we spoke to him about their first couple months in the system their number choices what they've learned thus far is it what they thought it was going to be like goals for the year goals for the year um what other players were excited about yeah yeah yeah, all that sort of stuff and then also spoke about what they're up to off the field as well which isn't a lot at the moment because they're doing a lot of stuff with footy but there's obviously some passions there some tv shows podcasts all that sort of stuff too so let's go hi fam it's dylan's mum deborah this is Dylan Friend. He gives you a back rub. This is, you know, you're going well, Brian. Oh, it's special. Get comfortable and uncomfortable. Just keep showing up and find a way. Cam was so nervous he couldn't swallow water. Handing him a sheet of paper with six names and said, Sheet, we've got to cut these six blokes. Wow, shut up. I've just been barbed by Stingray, mate. I'm just yelling, well, you saved my life, you saved my life, you saved my life. Thank you, thank you. I spent the last, I think it was a couple of weeks in jail. The deepest, darkest moments often bring about our biggest highs. Yes, boys, footy friends, how exciting is this? This is uh, this is incredible. I'm very excited to announce today we are doing our first episode, first instalment of Footy Friends, getting the best young talent in on the pod. She's man, I'll start with you. How are you, my friend? Good, thanks, Dill. How good? On. Ollie, how are you, my brother? Good, Dill. How are you? Very well. And Elijah, how are you? Good to see you again, brother. Mate, it's always good to see you. How you going, boys? This is so exciting. <laughs> I feel like I'm amongst the youth and it's all happening at the moment. How's the first... What has it even been? How's the first like four or five months of the career been? I'll start with you. Yeah, it's been awesome. I mean, it's still a big whirlwind, mm. like rocking up to the club most days, nearly four or five days a week, thinking like, crap, like, crap this is my job. So, I mean, it's still so surreal, but I mean, the same as probably Elijah and she's like, yeah, it's pretty amazing like to be able to do what we're doing. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's been amazing so far. What are you boys? Is it what you expected? Is it is it everything you sort of thought you'd be sort of doing? Is it harder? Is it easier? Probably a bit easier, I reckon. Like, you're there all the time, so you can't be training 
all the time like you're doing recovery you're doing like extra sessions like running or not like that hard on the body like you're doing your main sessions in pre-season that are hard mm. but now we're kind of in in-season mode with practice matches so yeah it's a bit easier wow that's incredible i never thought anyone would say that pre-season's easy i know what you mean it gets a lot easier once you get into that in-season mode yeah. and you're actually about more about recovery rather than running yeah and they've been pretty good with us first years like not like making us go all in like they beat yeah. us into it pretty well so we're fit and ready to go how good it's so exciting and what about you Lars? you've obviously had a bit of a setback early did you hurt yourself at, in pre-season yeah so about five weeks ago i did my meniscus training um it's been a bit different for me to be honest like the first sort of three months was good and i was getting to the groove of things and then i sort of went down and yeah got the operation and yeah she's sort of been that rehab grind since oh yeah five weeks as i said so yeah. It's a bit it's a bit annoying, I can imagine you get there, you're so excited and you mm. hurt yourself in the middle. But obviously they're gonna be taking that long term approach and, and really just get it right. Will you be coming back early in the year? It's tough to say, but they're definitely gonna get it right before I get back. Yeah. Yeah. We're looking at sort of that mid season mark, who knows, around seven, eight, nine. Like it could give or take a couple of weeks depending how I'm training and stuff like that. But yeah, it's a bit of a hiccup, but yeah, better for it. Hey, let's talk about all the important stuff today. This is the stuff that really gets me um, up and about. And the number one thing off the top is you've all been blessed and, and you've deserved them rightfully so, but number choices, numbers that got given to you. This is like, as when I remember my first year, the most nervous I reckon I've ever been and probably is why my career didn't last that long was the first thing I was really excited for was what number I was going to get on my back. Was it something that when you got drafted, you were thinking about when you got into it, how did you get told what number you were going to be and what were your reactions when you first got them? Oh, for me, the number five at the Dons is bit of a big deal it's like, huge, with James man. Heard, Brent Stanton, Devin Smith like yeah it's pretty pretty daunting but like it's just a number to be honest like rolling in every day and going to my locker it's, I'm in like the best spot in the locker yeah, it's, it's, Hollywood it's, Boulevard. it's so good like but yeah it's not doesn't have massive meaning to me like obviously having five is cool but it's definitely sort of hyped up I think externally more than um, internally like it's just a number on your back I don't know if it's different with you boys but yeah, no, it's pretty similar. Like, Brady Rawlings is the recruiting manager at North, and he wore number three, so it was pretty funny, like, in the meetings before the draft. I kind of sort of knew I was going to North, so he started talking about the numbers. So I was like, yeah, three would be good, like, <laughs> cracking jokes, and then ended up with it. It's good, and I'm happy with it. It's a beautiful number. You both, all of you suited, it, and are you happy with your choice? Or yeah, did you get given? How did it work with... Did Shane O'Sullivan, is he still giving out the numbers or? Uh, no, Shane didn't really um, sort of give it to us. I think it was just all just based off like our draft order. So Sheriff Blake Acres picked up number 13 and mm. so I'm wearing number 14. But I think there is a little bit of meaning behind it. I think in terms of like the history of the club, like Ron Ashford, uh, Rod Ashford wore number 14. And, like it's pretty special to be able to wear it. And I think, yeah, I've, I, it's hard to say I wasn't looking at it. There was definitely some numbers that I was looking into a little bit. But at the end of the day, we, we didn't have any choice on what we got. And yeah, pretty happy with the number 14. It's one of those things, as you said, like it's not the be all and end all, but it is an exciting time. And as much as you get that number it's obviously way more important what's on the front of the Guernsey than on the back but it's also nice to have a little bit of a connection with the one that's on the on the back as well You can and, and obviously make it your own when you've got such a yeah. you've all got numbers that are like mean a lot to the clubs yeah at North we do this thing where you have to like ring a past player or and interview them about the number and what it meant to them wow. um, it was easy for me because I just had to go upstairs to Brady's office yeah. but it's good listening to like the other players and who they called from like old North um, generations who like won flags and like hearing them and listening to what the boys said about how much it meant to them was pretty cool. That's What did they say? What did some of the guys say about that? Oh, they were just saying like about their, what they remember at the club and just how loyal everyone was. Like mine, Brady said like there was a period 
for 15 years. I think him and Boomer Harvey, who's still at the club, they were there and like two players left in the 15 years. Like they were just that loyal and everyone just wanted to play for North and reach success. So yeah, that was the main thing I took out of it. That's sick. That's so cool. That's really cool. Yeah. We do something, we had something similar as well. Like when we got our jerseys, we all went out for dinner with um, the past players that were in the jerseys and I think most clubs do it so well these days. Like keeping the whole history of the club really well connected. Mm. So did Rod Ashman come for that? Yeah, or was that, he yeah. was there. Did anything happen like that for, for oh, you? Oh, it was a bit different. Like I met Devin Smith pretty randomly because he was number five before me. He retired, I think, last year. Yep. And so he came and watched our intra-club like a few weeks ago and I was in the gym just doing whatever my rehab and he sort of came up behind me and he was just like this random bloke in like just casual, casually like scared me and I was like, oh, that's Dev- Devin <laughs> Smith. And he's like, oh, nice to meet you, brother. Like how's the rehab going? So that was pretty cool. And then... Brent Stanton, I don't know if you know him. He's a development coach at the Dons, and yes. he, he's awesome value. We love Stans. He's yeah, he's awesome, and he wore number five, and yeah, he loves it. So good. What was the biggest pinch me moment for for each of you walking into the club day one? Was there a certain player? Was it meeting the coach? Was it like for me? I remember one of the coolest things still stands out to this day was like when you, it's just such a whirlwind, and then you walk into like the lunchroom. And you're just like sitting around and like on one table, you got like Chris Jard, Mark Murphy, you know, all these, and you're just like, what the fuck? Like I'm just having lunch with these guys. It's so weird. Was there anything like that for you guys? Were you just like, it was a bit of a bit of a shock to the system. Yeah. When we walked in, me and George got drafted together. So we walked in and we're like, we're just getting our gear in like the property manager's office. And then like everyone's walking in for the day. Todd Goldstein was the first one that came up and then like Jai and LDU, like they're all just walking by and they're like, these are my teammates now. So yeah. it's pretty cool. But now they're just like my teammates <laughs> that's late yeah yeah it was similar for me as well i walked in the day after the draft so being in melbourne i was able to get there pretty early so i went in there and i think it was on a yeah what night we had the draft on a monday night, monday night yeah. yeah so i was in there tuesday walked in and matt kennedy and harry mckay at the front door that like they're just getting coffee and it was like they were the first two boys that, that i met so it was pretty cool but and then even just like taking the family through the club on the first day it was pretty awesome to be able to get that tour like straight away pretty special special morning um i was probably in the lockers just like after tr- I was like, I, I pretty much went straight on the track like i got there a bit later than everyone sort of like 8 8 15 for like an 8 30 meeting i don't know why they maybe do that but then i sort of went straight on the track and just trained and when you're on the track i don't know if it's different like it's just footy doesn't really matter who like the teammates are like it's just footy mm. and then i got off the track and then like the locker room t- the talk and you know all the banter and stuff that started and that that for me was like seeing darcy parish talk rubbish with zach merritt was just like crazy first day yeah that's yeah that's sort of how it went for it was me. so great because like you know you've been watching these guys for so long and then you walk in and they're just there it must it's and it's a to know now but when do you get to that point because for me and this is like honest stuff is i don't think for a long time i when i was a young guy i got over that i sort of just was like oh no these guys like i just want them to like me i didn't want them to respect me has there already been a part in your minds where you've gone like all right as much as these guys are cool like i'm actually they're my teammates i love them but like at the end of the day i want to be playing afl and we're as much as we're teammates we are competitors as well a bit of that not really yet like because we haven't like i haven't been dropped yet or haven't like not been selected yeah yet, for but, sure yeah they've been pretty supportive so far and they like want the best out of me and like they're pushing me and i'm using them like a lot for support and like advice so n- none of that yet that's good and it, i think it it's, that you're probably right like it comes probably a little bit more later down the track but what the point i'm trying to get is is like it doesn't matter how old you are now what draft pick you got but it's 
it's what you do with it next like i think on off yeah. the back of that it's like just about the respect piece yeah like just building sort of a reputation of like hard work i think that's one that just yeah. goes a long way in the club um you know with the older guys who've sort of been around for longer um you obviously have you click with the younger guys because you sort of you can relate a bit more but yeah i think on the back of that yeah just trying to earn your stripes is one thing yeah like mm. you can build the connection off field and like yeah. be good mates with them but when you're on the footy field just give it your all because like you said like you're, comp- you're competing for spots yeah i think so as well like even the amount of time that these guys are investing in you is something that i'm noticing as well like like i'm having so much great conversation with like guys like sam walsh and uh, blake acres like on and off the field like and the amount of time that they're just trying to put into you to get the best out of you has just been such a big thing that i've noticed as well around that and then even just that respect aspect like you want to go in there and just try and like earn the trust and respect from your teammates and then all the like stuff comes off the field as well yeah fuck i wish i had that um i knew that earlier because it's something that i feel like a lot of maybe these days i feel like you're a lot more prepared than than what i um definitely was but that's awesome that you've already got those pieces in there what about guys that you're working with at the moment do they still do stuff like not like a buddy like a mentor have you got like people that you sort of go to someone that you're looking up to that you can learn the most from even like unofficially is there someone at the club that you look at and just go fuck if i can work as hard as this guy then it's going to get me in a long way at the blues we've got um, like an apprenticeship program so our first of four years um, we, we have this program where we're catching up like every Tuesday sort of afternoon where we spend a good hour hour and a half with each other just to be able to just build that connection with each other and I think we we don't necessarily have a one-on-one sort of buddy or or like our one-on-one mentor I think personally you find that along the way that's why I've, I've noticed already like I'm already finding those mentors and those guys that you lean on at the club but yeah, this apprenticeship program has been really good to be able to develop between that first to four year guys sort of group is a pretty crucial sort of age group within the club. And I think, yeah, the Blues are doing it really well. Yeah, similar. There's not like an official, you don't get an official mentor or anything yep. like that, but you sort of look as a midfielder, you look sort of into the senior guys in that midfield, like, you know, Zach, Das, Setters now, who's making his mark. Yeah, just these type of guys, you just watch, you just watch and sort of learn and after training mainly you just sort of grab him said this has been good for me because we came in at the same time and yeah he's just trying to master my craft with him when i was when i was healthy but yeah we don't have we have a similar sort of thing first to three years which is the same just off-field stuff just connection yeah we got the same yeah yeah and same then like no set mentor but like the leaders have been really good at like giving their all um into us and like bring us for extra extra sessions and we do extra touch sessions with jai and extra gym sessions he's really good with us first years and driving us and then from a forwards perspective, like Nick Larkey's in the leadership group and mm. he's helped me with like the structure and all that. What's the expectation? Like, have you guys set goals for this year? Like personally, is there is there things that you would be ha- like comfortable saying, like, I want to get this out of myself this year. This is the, the minimum that I want to sort of do. Like, is it to debut? Is it to play 10 games, 15 games? Is it to have more of an impact? Like what what goals are you setting for yourself um, at the moment if, there's, if you've ever gone through that? Thousands of Aussies trust Aussie Broadband to keep them connected to the world, even when they're on the go. Because as well as reliable home internet, Aussie Broadband also offers flexible mobile plans with super generous data allowances and no locking contracts. Their 100% Australian-based support team are ready to help you make the switch. It only takes a few minutes. Aussie Broadband, the actual Aussie way. Search Aussie Broadband Mobile to find out more. T's and C's apply. I think it's definitely the front of your mind having those goals there. I think all three of us, I think the goal definitely would be to make our debut this year and um, sort of put on, me personally, put on the navy blue jerseys, definitely definitely that goal. But I think the expectation is just honestly um, just to keep showing up 
each session by session and just keep proving yourself why why you should be an AFL footballer and and why you've been given this opportunity. I think and obviously that that comes with earning the trust and respect from your coaches and your teammates and I think that's really that's really kind of my goal is just to just keep doing each session by session and if if I keep showing up I think that could happen that a debut but I think personally that's probably would be a goal for me but I think it might be pretty similar for both you boys but yeah probably not set on like how many games I want to play but I guess the short-term focus is maybe to play like round one that's what my mm. goal but if not yeah just to get a game as soon as possible and where do you go with that like you for example you know not to to I mean, you kicked three goals last week in the, the injury club. Like, that must be a good confidence piece just to know, like, I can already match it at this somewhat level. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was good to, like, also from a team perspective, see how we went against opposition because we've been playing, like, so many match sims and intra clubs yeah. and with a new coach and new system. Yeah, it was a, you boys, you all have yeah, yeah. new coaches. Well. So that was a big test for us as a group and to, like, lose. But, like, it's not a real game. We get that. But to be within two points of Richmond was a good sign. Oh, I think everyone's here is interested in this. Like, what has Clarko been like? No, like is it yeah. is everything you sort of thought he'd be like yeah he's like better like yeah. he's so good just every time he says something you just listen he can talk for ages and you just understand everything he says he makes it so easy to understand and the system's so simple and you have confidence in it like you believe and you trust it so and even in drills like he makes it really applicable so you just know what you're training and when you get out in game day you know exactly what to do so I'm so, it really yeah, easy. Well, like Clark is just one of those people that when you when he talks you listen yeah. similar to similar to Vossi what's big Brad I always get nervous when I say, is it Brad or Chris? Yeah, Brad. I, it's Brad. I, know. Yeah. I knew it was Brad, yeah, yeah. but I just wanted to make sure. No. I always go Chris Katz because it's like the C and C. Brad, how's Brad been? Because he's been out of the game for a while. But Brad like, Bombers. Yeah. Brad nah. Bombers. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, he's been good. Like, really good. All the boys are like really buying in and it's, I think, really fre- refreshing yeah. like for the older guys obviously I came into a new system which was sort of a good thing for me not even to learn you know the old system but yeah he's been awesome as she said like on the back of that like Brad talks you listen yeah he's awesome he's very welcoming as well talk us through like with that as well like I Maybe in the outside, there's a perspective of like coaches do everything. And, and don't get me wrong, they definitely do. They're like sitting at the top and molding the club. But am I wrong in saying that the, you're probably spending more time with a lot of the development coaches at the moment? Yeah. Who's like your heads of development that you're working with? Because I know Carlton's got Luke Power, who's just one of the all-time sort of guys. What's he been like for you? Yeah, Finger. He's been, uh, he's been great. Like, finger. Finger. Yeah, well, I didn't Yeah, <laughs> he's got a half finger. Um, <laughs> No, he's been great. Um, I think just his um, just his overall character that he brings. Like he just makes training fun. Like he just he wa- and he just spends so much time and he wants to get the best out of you and he just brings that energy to just train well and just to enjoy footy. And I think that's the same. Like from all the development coaches, like they, all they want is the best out of you. And they've all been so great. Like I'm working really closely with Tim Clark, the the midfield coach, and Tyron Baker and Brad Ebert's now at the Blues as well. So like the list just goes on. Like um, in terms of our development and the the amount of investment that these guys and coaches are putting into, particularly us young boys. Have has been so good and I can imagine it'd be pretty similar with both Shees and Lodge mm. Mm. we got big Michael Hurley um, so fresh out of the game he's one is of he, our is dev- he the, one of the development guys yeah, yeah one of yeah. Um, yeah he's awesome like he's out there training with us half the time anyway like he's pretty much fresh he can yeah. still play footy same as Brent Stanton he's a massive right. ball of energy so yeah right big hills we got the same we got four development coaches wow Gavin Brown Emma Carney Tom Lynch who's like also the VFL coach and then Boomer Harvey Yep. Similar to Hills. He's like, 
he can play right now. Like, yeah, man. He, I, st- I reckon today, he still wants to play. He was benching 90 for like 10 and just with us. Like, we're all doing for like two reps. <laughs> and he just goes, playing and just goes, at the club now, yeah, though. Yeah, but that they, they, they doesn't really like cross over. Like, they do it pretty well. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so strange. Um, he's great, yeah. Um, talking of like just off-field stuff quickly, what is been a big part of it that maybe early days you didn't understand of like how much goes into like the camps and you know like the first year induction camp and obviously all the education pieces that go was that something that you didn't expect of how much like the AFL would try and educate players on? Yeah for sure I think like in terms of everything that goes on like even around the footy club you don't actually realise how big it is like even the roles from like organising our camp to go up to Malulaba like up on the Sunshine Coast like all the work to be done there was like pretty phenomenal like booking flights booking like a daily activities booking we had like maybe seven different vans that we would individually take to trainings and then even like our community camp that we went to uh, we actually went back to Aubrey Wodonga my, my hometown but like even like the external stuff there so uh, like it, you don't actually realise how big it is and uh, the AFL industry and the AFL community is but I don't know if you boys got any more touch on there yeah well you just see like how much people want to help you out it's crazy isn't it um, so many people in the yeah, AFL club and just they care so much about you like I know it's their job but like they genuinely care and they want you to get better and I think that's the good beauty about like well the good thing about North this year is like everyone like Clarko's brought in this one club philosophy and making everyone just like buy into the program and care for each other and yeah I think it's gonna come out on field love it hey Lodge give us a tip from a player at your club that you think is gonna have a huge year this year that might not be on the radar of anyone else at the moment give us one two three however many you want to give I think your boy Setters Will Setterfield yeah he's going to get his chance he like, is, man. he's trained the house down at the moment really really solid pre-season from him so he's probably the main one another little smokey's Jai Caldwell he's had the uh, the flutter hat on the whole pre-season pretty much got a bad shoulder but they took it off him this weekend at Goldie and he was like scary good like he played so well um, so those two boys I reckon are going to pop this year I love those both those guys yeah. Jai is an absolute star I will say Will Setterfield when, yeah he's just an incredible player like I remember when I, he was at the Giants and he got traded down to Carlton but the preseason he unfortunately did his ACL he was like tracking you know on the on the scale of like better than Taranto better than you know Harry Perriman better than like Cogs Josh Kelly like he was on so I just know as soon as he gets that chance again like he will be um, an unbelievable player, which is which is exciting for him because I think Essendon got him got him at a good um good time, so he'll be he'll be pretty cool. How about you, all? Who surprised you the most? Like even going into the club, knowing the Blues, who's someone where you like maybe not you not not didn't rate them, but you didn't know what their value was before, and then you've come and going fuck. That's why this guy plays every week. Yeah, well, I grew up being a Blues supporter, so like even that aspect of watching week in week out on. Like, who you like to go to the footy and who you like to watch. But, like, Adam Chair and uh, even, like, Blake now being a, at, at the club, like, these guys, like, you don't actually realise how good they are. And even, like, Charlie and Harry up forward, like, they can do some ridiculous things out there. And it's uh, – the, the list kind of goes on, but those boys are probably a few to name that just do some ridiculous things at training and you're just amazed by what they're doing. Like, Charlie and Harry, like, kicking goals from anywhere and, and Chair's just, like, constantly being an absolute constant – uh, contest beast and and like Blake with his communication and like he's super creative out in the field and he's just like a few of the guys that probably have really wowed me over the last sort of few months huge cheese anyone stand out to you 
Because uh, one, one other one yeah. is odds well, by the way. I don't know how he's going at the moment. I know he had a couple of hamstring injuries, but George, he's one of my favorite players, George Wardle. George Wardle. Yeah. yeah. He's, I, um, I had a, a bit of coke in my throat then. I'm sorry. I didn't <laughs> say it out yeah. Um, Large would know, but he's, he's a freak. Yeah, because your teammates at Sandy? Oakley. Oakley, Oakley yeah. yeah. I, was, I was Sandy. You were Sandy, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's a freak. Like, I've played against him for years now, and like, he's always been, like, in my eyes, like, just the best player I've ever played against. Wow. Um, yeah, he's How's had a he few. Is he, play, is he training at the moment? Yeah, he was actually back today in main training, and he's planning to play in a practice match next week. So he's coming along well. Um, and I reckon he'll play early on. Wow, it's exciting. He'll go in straight away. Yeah. Wow, that's good. Very good. What about some other players that maybe you, you know? Obviously, you might have been looking at North Melbourne this yeah. year and watching him a bit closer than normal. Is there any guys there that you've been really surprised with? Yeah. So Ben Cunnington, he um, obviously. Um, had a hard year last year and only played like the one or two games but he's a he's a freak yeah. like just some of the handballs he like gives and like just grabs it one hand and then just feeds it to anyone and how strong he is and now he's kicking goals he's gone up forward and he's kicking bags in our practice matches and yeah Tom Powell's uh, one where he I think he was a first rounder a few years ago and yeah. he was like a light build but he's put on so much size he like likes he's, dancing around him at the moment too. Yeah. He's, got a, he's doing a bit of she's sort of magic out there he's enjoying that <laughs> Um, yeah, well, he's put on a lot of size, and so he's like playing like a man now. So I'm sure he's gonna have a big year. And Ben Mackay is one that's I think is really underrated in the comp. I reckon he's yeah, he's out of contract at the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, I saw that. I think he's asking for a lot. So of yeah, money, so it's gonna be exciting. Oh, I reckon, to see how <laughs> I reckon he's in for a big year. Yeah, the cheese. <laughs> Save some money for the cheese. Um, <laughs> the what about boys? Talk us through your draft this year. Obviously, you know of each other. You played with each other. Oakley Chargers, Sandy Dragons, Murray Bush Rangers. Who's some players that you're seeing coming through this year? that got picked up, that weren't first rounders, maybe they slid a little bit, that could be big impacts early in the season. Like, is there someone that you think could be good players in the right? You guys are smiling already. Is there someone yeah. that comes to There's mind? There's a few. Yeah. A few definitely. The Alwyn Davey is one from the Bombers. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because he did his knee. No, is that's that right? Jaden. So Jaden's so his yeah. brother. Jaden's done like two ACLs, but yep. he's, he's back like just like training and stuff. I think they'll just take it slow with him. But Alan's scary good. Like he's had an awesome preseason. Like him and Tipper down there, they're gonna, like it's going to be so scary. Really? Yeah, it's going to be. And then he's a just 18-year-old. 18-year-old, yeah. yeah. I think he was pick 45, something. Like he, we were teammates at the Chargers as well. Yeah. Um, I think Cheese has got another. Yeah, awesome so I think we were laughing. Like yeah. Blake Jewry was the one. He went pick one in the rookie draft, yeah. um, which was a bit of a surprise. I thought he was um, probably deserved to go higher. And he's at North, first rounder probably, we think. He deserved that. He's shorter, but he's moved to half back. Clark Is he moved in. got the red hair? Yeah. Oh, I love him. Yeah. 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 Cool yeah, so, grammar. Yeah. yeah, I love his yeah, highlights now. I've been watching him. Um, he's cool. Yeah, so he's a yeah. real hard worker. Like, we'll give it absolutely everything. Um, and he's going real well. Like, oh, I reckon I like him, he'll, play, he'll cool. debut this year. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I was just going to say, like, what Owen, like, the stuff he was doing against Gold Coast the other night was pretty crazy. Like, him and Tipper, like, that's going to be a scary forward line, like. For the years to come, but I think like at the Blues, like Lockie Cowan, big moves, like he's he's gonna be a seriously good player. Like he's super strong already, and like the run he provides off the halfback is like pretty scary. But yeah, he's probably definitely one that is gonna be pretty scary to play against in the years to come. I think. Love it. Tips for the Rising Star. Fast forward to the end of the year, uh, who wins the Rising Star? I can't go past this man. Like, either either she's or Ashy, I'd say. Yeah. Like. Pretty unanimous. Yeah, so, I, I think that's a very I fair think thing. She's so. pretty much a lock already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like to see how Caddy goes. I think like he's going to be a seriously good player, Aaron Cadman. I think like he hope he gets the opportunity at Giants early on. But yeah, like he's 
he's a pretty damaging player. I don't know where they were playing, but like, have I'm you sure he up to him? I haven't really heard much, is he? Not, I haven't heard much from him. I think he's doing his thing up there, up in Sydney, but... We forget about Sam Darcy as well. Oh, yeah. Because he only played, like, the five games or something last year, so he'll be good. Yeah, I reckon there'll be a few second years that yeah. have big years. Finn Callahan. Yeah. He'll be good. Yeah, he just signed on. Big fella. Yeah. yeah, good. Do you guys keep a lot, like, when you obviously know them and you... I think that's something that maybe the outside world doesn't know as much, but... The, it is so insular. Like once you know one person, you know everyone in the AFL and you just meet people so easily. Like where's like your best mates that you've played with? Where are they now and who are they like in the draft? Just to show how sort of intertwined it is. Yeah, like it's it's weird. Everyone goes everywhere. Like charges teammates. Like you do random training sessions with guys older than you and younger than you. And like George is one that's at North. Um, Blake is a, is a charger as well. He's at North. There's a few at the Giants. It'd be similar for you guys as well, especially for Vic Country. Yeah, it's all, I think a lot of the Vic Country boys probably went into state. There was quite a few that went to Sydney. Uh, I think there was three that went, two or three that went to the Swans and then the three or four that went to Giants. So it's all pretty well sp- spread out. But even like, I think, even like our connection between Vic Country and Vic Metro, like there's quite a few of us that are well spread out. Like, and there's a lot around Melbourne as well is something that you notice. But I think even like the connections that you build, like in the, the Australia team, that um, AFL Academy team that we had last year, like those connections there. And then even at the, the draft combine, like you, you kind of just f- like, flowed on throughout last year and and like you're just finding yourself um just meeting in like i know personally i'm finding these guys all over in melbourne now and um i think it's pretty similar for you yeah like playing with all the boys last year kind of interesting to see to see how they're going in their career so far so like you're texting them seeing how they're going if they're like gonna play and all that stuff so yeah it's cool so good hey um off field move track now boys what's it what's what have you been up to what's the goals this year are you studying are you doing anything are you gonna just take the year to just focus on your footies anything plans have you got any in the works i've deferred uni like for the semester so i'll yeah just play, play a bit of golf i think me and she's you boys into your golf bit of a smack. yeah we played yeah. the other day did yeah. you yeah large is real good where do you go where do you go nah she's actually good you play off 20 don't you 23, 20 like, that's not too bad. Not that's great. pretty good. Yeah. What do you want? Not off anything. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll sort that out. We get our friends at Fuji Golf to get you boys some memberships as well. Actually, more greens memberships. We'll do. I that. just signed up the other day. Did yeah. you Fuji yeah. Golf? North, Did you North do it as well? Yeah, yeah. North got the Fuji. It's Have good. You got the Fuji? We'll sort you out. We'll get you. Got to get it. It's good to get. You're a good at golf, aren't you? Yeah, well, you are. we've been se- trying to tee up again. Yeah, I'm off seven. What? Are you off seven? Yeah. <laughs> oh mate, I'm not playing off seven today, yeah, but yeah, definitely, definitely was not hitting them well. But I've loved my golf growing up. My old man's off too. Like it's pretty competitive golf Shit. family. I did not know that you're off seven. <laughs> that's yeah, that's pretty back of it. I'm off sixteen at the moment. So that's like bogey golf. Pretty that's basically. pretty good. Yeah, I'm happy like, with that. I've I've just come down from twenty three. So yeah, well, I'm only real get getting into it now like you got so much free time and it's so many days off i never played golf when i played footy i, was, I don't know what i was doing because i wasn't <laughs> studying i don't know what what was happening but it is if i can tell you this get into it early because the older you get the harder it is to get there's like a group it. i feel like at each club like there's like a group of boys that are just golfers yeah, like, yeah. Hard golfers. yeah. 100%. it's a personality trait yeah, it's, 100%. Like, it's, it's quite annoying actually yeah. too um, but no, we'll sort that. We'll get you boys um, some memberships too. Are you going to study or anything? Are you? I've deferred as well. Deferred? For the year. What yeah. were you studying? I was doing commerce. Commerce? Yeah, I'm going to do business sports management. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm not I'm not studying this year. I kind of just wanted to put all eggs into one basket for the year and then and then work out from there um, what I want to do. I'm still not too sure where that, what that is. But yeah, I think once I find my feet a bit, yeah. we'll start exploring a bit I mean, more. And that's what the clubs recommend, just to have a year, just to like take it all in and give it your best shot and then 
yeah, then you can work out what to do. From it's good there. call, good advice. You guys are way ahead of me. Off field as well, just on. I know there's a bit of golf, but are you gamers, series, podcasts, TVs? What are you watching at the moment? What are you doing? Are you yeah? What do you do? I'm not much of a TV show man. Really? Nah. I don't really that's all. It. That's like 90% of my conversations yeah. gone. <laughs> I don't have much else. Out of, out of Banks, season three. Oh, oh, you watch Out of Banks? Yeah, I've watched Out of Banks. I'm getting so good at the moment. There's like, there's nearly too much to watch. There's too yeah. much to watch. Full, Full swing. swing. Full yeah. swing. Yeah. Yeah. Drops. That was good. Oh, yeah, so I'm actually slowly getting back into it. Good. But, yeah, yeah. It's good to relax. I used, yeah, to, it's be, good. I used to be a gamer, but since I got drafted, I haven't played at all. Really? Yeah. What were you playing? Like COD or... Because I, I, I don't game at all. We yeah. have an Xbox here somewhere. But um, I don't even know if you can play it on this, but I really want to get the Harry Potter game. Yeah, it's, that's something that's been spoken about a lot around the club. There's a few boys like Mark Pitnett's one. Um, he's on it. Who else is on it? I think Sauce might, might be on it. I'm not sure. But yeah, there's a few boy, boys that love it. But there's a few gamers around the club as well. I a lot of gamers, yeah. A lot of boys that get around COD. Um, me personally, not so much. Me and, me and Harry Lemmy, my roommate, we, we have some serious FIFA tournaments going on in our house. It's pretty, very, very competitive. Loser always has, usually does the dishes, but yeah. no, nah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> right. Um, podcast, do you boys listen to any pods? Big, impulsive guy, Logan Paul. Oh, my like God. Massive. Did you watch the fight the you other kidding? day? Mate, of course. That's so cool that you love impulsive, <laughs> oh, like, man. I love like, those guys. I die hard. Yeah. So you watch the, um, and for anyone that does, do you boys know impulsive with Jake Paul and yeah i've seen some tiktoks yeah so they had the fight and he lost to tommy fury tommy fury jack paul yeah tommy I, didn't, fury. I didn't actually get to watch the fight but i saw a bit it was of pretty highlights. good it was pretty good like we had it on the tvs and lockers like somebody bought it, it was yeah it's pretty good fight like jake paul, i really want jake paul to win so did i tommy Whoa. fury he's, yeah he's got his baby in. i was on the other side do you want tommy, I fury, want tommy to fury to win it's pretty incredible man like and this is the opportunity that i don't know if you guys have thought about this and i don't you know you shouldn't be thinking about it too soon or, or whenever you want to as you said you want to put your head down and do it but what those guys have shown and for anyone that doesn't know, they're YouTubers. And it's cool to see, like, lately in the AFL, this wasn't really a thing when I was around, but, you know, guys like Christian Petrarca, Bailey Smith, you know, they're two that come to mind that are really, really good at this stuff. But they can build a profile as well as playing footy. And I know that's something that you guys want to earn your respect on the field first. But yeah. is it something that you still look to think about? Um, no, I kind of think, like, we're, yeah, like you said, we're young. Like, yeah. we want to earn our respect first and play some games and, yeah, I don't, I'm not really looking to do any of that now, but you never know what's happening in the future. Podcast or anything? Nah, <laughs> actually had a podcast with my mates in, last year about footy, but did you? Actually, no, two years ago, but yeah. then I left them because, like, yeah, didn't want Should anyone. Should have kept I didn't want any of like the recruiters going back and listening to anything. Punk players. Well, mate, that's what happened with tips. a lot of players back in the day. There was an infamous story of Blaine Bowman, Bowman yeah. who got picked up to the Blues, and we were there, one of my best mates, and he'd been tweeting about Mick Mulhouse. That's, that's the, the funniest thing. <laughs> which didn't we, end too well. We were looking at that at the club the other day. Oh, yeah. Is that like a media manager? Are they like going through what not to do? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny <laughs> they love those what, to, what not to do yeah. that's unbelievable my last question is if there's a player in the AFL right now for those out there who hasn't maybe seen what you boys can do is there a player out there that has a little bit of a hybrid of what you'd like to be this year who is it I think probably I'll probably stick to the club but probably Sam Walsh like uh, everything about him like his inside and outside game is just elite and I think if I can try and take yeah. some characteristics from from his game and implement it into mine I think yeah that'd be that'd be pretty awesome but uh, just even like his leadership that he brings around the club and the impact he has he, he's out on the track he's been back out on the track working pretty hard which has been good so even even the standards he's driving on and off the field is, is something I want to tr try and implement around the club and what about you boys yeah look I'm probably nowhere near as good as him but like someone I love to watch is Toby Green oh yeah kind of play a similar position but 
yeah, I just try and take as much as I can from his game because he's a special player. Well, I really like LDU, Luke Davies from North. Like, j- just that sort of size, like similar size and that inside-outside blend with that, like, power. I think that's freak. one. He's yeah, going to be a freak he's a player. this year. It looks like he's about to explode this year, doesn't he? He will. Sam yeah. over there is having a convulsion. <laughs> he's a, a <laughs> yeah, he North Melbourne supporter. North fans know. Uh, LDU is actually coming in for a net. Uh, in our next episode too and we're excited to talk to him he just looks funnily enough when I was you know you're talking about that Australian team that you spoke about before when um, I was playing VFL at Carlton we played against the AIS back then that's what it was called and in that team there was like Waitman it was actually yeah Waitman was in the team um, a few others but I just remember Davies Uniac because of his name on the back and I was just thinking like this guy was like just miles ahead of anyone. Like not even any of the boys around Athletes could even keep up with him. So he's going to be a pretty special player. Like he, I actually thought he was like Scott Benderbury out there. That's scary then. It's scary. Yeah. That's yeah. seriously scary. Yeah, I feel like it probably is his year to take it to the next level. He's got another penalty the like, in our practice match. It wasn't a full game and he had like 30 plus touches. Yeah, that's nice. And like all influential. That's good. Did you see Tom Green? Yeah. yeah. What did he do? He had 50. Did the, he have 50? He had, he had 50 dropped a 50 bomb man. in Intra Club. I saw it. Like, <laughs> just I was just after scrolling. signing a five-year extension. Yeah, yeah, it's a way to back it up. It's five years. Way to back it wow. up. Yeah, I think it was a five year, 2020. Yeah, wow. Um, seven. Good that's room. five years. Should have waited till after the game. You should have. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Boys, it's been um, it's been incredible. I'd love to have you part of the community, part of the Dylan Friends family from from now on in, and, and obviously going to be really watching you with a clean set of eyes this year, and really keen for you to go as, as well as possible. And that's why we got you, and we know you're going to dominate. And they just love the way boys go about it. So I can't thank you enough for coming in. Your openness, your honesty, and and everything in between. I know you're very well fitted for a big, big couple of years when I say a couple it's probably going to be 10 or 15 hopefully some flags some brownlows and BNFs and it's all ahead here so I'm really excited for you both for all of you sorry um, so thanks again for coming in thanks Dil thanks, thanks for having us thanks Dil thanks Bush thanks for listening to another Producey podcast if you enjoyed the show that'd be a massive help if you could like follow rate subscribe tap the bell leave a review or even share with one of your friends or you could do them all if you want to get in touch to share feedback, suggest a guest or advertise with one of our podcasts, then email hello at producer.com. Thanks for tuning in. Ily XX.